Why are red states red states? Like straight up, why? Why, why is the red man red? Yeah. Why is the red man red? <laughs> why is Method Man um, around? Uh, I think. <laughs> why is Method Man around? I don't know. <laughs> uh, sometimes, sometimes you shouldn't riff. I should Sometimes, sometimes um, we don't need it. Shut up and sit down. For the wine? Yeah, I'll try the wine. I wasn't in a wine. This guy's making me all tense. I can get it. Are we, are, are we still not ready? Look at this guy. <laughs> Look at that baby in a hat. Day, man. This is my nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> Don't get any wine on the computer. Stop trying to whine about it. All right? Ugh. Don't whine about it. Okay. So we've just spent like 20 more minutes than necessary trying to get this going. None of it my fault. So, some of it your None fault. None of it my fault. Some of it. Uh, we're trying to record room tone, and Eric starts asking a question after I've told Isaac's girlfriend to please be quiet for 10 seconds. Can we start? Yeah, now? we're starting. And rubbing his beard. Yeah, and rubbing his beard. Ugh. Does that create a lot of noise? It does. Yes, I can hear it's, it. <laughs> you're by a microphone. What do you think that it does? I thought you would silence it. <laughs> 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 Isn't that what happens to your microphone? <laughs> oh. Hey, we're on the we're on the podcast with Eric Escobar, co- comedian and improviser. That's me and clown. Hey. And you were on earlier. What was your episode? I feel like I wrestling heard professional uh, wrestling. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that again. <laughs> I lost a listener because of that. Really? Yeah. They probably are spending more time watching wrestling now. No, they really just they need to devise no. their. Time. He was like, as soon as as soon as wrestling started being discussed, I turned it off, and I was like, oh, good. That's well. He's not a listener you want. Uh, yeah, he is. I, I do want people to continue listening. I don't want them to stop. I think well, there there is an animus against professional wrestling. A uh, what? An animus. An animus. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what that means. I'm the only one that speaks English. <laughs> Animus. What, what word did I teach that. you, Isaac, the other day? Vim. Vim. I was in no, You're a pretentious piece of shit. No, I'm not. I just have a. I have. I like to use a variety of words when I type and when I speak. Yeah, I used the word promulgate in a script for a commercial the other day, and all the people at my job were like, "What is that? A fruit?" But when <laughs> when Charles says, "What was it? A, what was it for? What was the commercial?" Some ad for UCLA or something. But here's the difference: when Charles says "anonymous," 
Say animus. It. Say animus. Animus. And then what was your word? Promulgate. <laughs> There's a lot of confidence behind Charles' big words where you're like scared of promulgate. Promulgate. Like, I've, promulgate. I like to speak with confidence because I don't always get words correctly. So You don't uh, even know what these words sometimes mean, do you? I, just occasionally I might life. make up a word and just say it. And if you say something with enough confidence, people, people will know. Yeah. Well, that's balotomous. That's yeah. what? I did that the other day with conjunction and contraction. Yeah. I was like, oh, I removed all the conjunctions. <laughs> and really it was like contraction. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I, I was talking about female pregnancy. My water just broke. Yeah. My conjunctions are coming I on. beat you to the punch there. Contraction, fraction. So Eric is wearing section? a... Hey, actually, as a professional wrestling fan, you should be happy about Trump because he's the only president to ever have gotten stone cold stunnered. He's also in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. And a lot of people are pulling their subscriptions to the WWE Network right now. Oh, because of that. Yeah. You're also wearing... He's also... So our listeners know Eric is wearing a safety pin. I am wearing a safety pin. So this place is now a safe place that we're in. Well, my side of the podcast is a safe place. When you're listening to my (laughs) voice on the podcast, you're safe. It's safe. Whereas when you're listening to mine, you are in danger. Mm Mm-hmm. Now I have to stand up audiologically. What? Because Isaac is white. Yeah. Mm. Are we doing politics and first? And, politics and also first. a rapist. We can do whatever first. Let's do politics first. Since we're already on. Oh, what are the two topics we're doing? Uh, politics and Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Fun. Uh, aren't those synonyms? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. Uh, cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon. Oh, so let's talk about politics. Uh, let's do it. Eric is a Bernie bro. Oh, nice. But not, okay. but not a Bernie. I don't like the, the term Bernie bro. It's condescending and shitty. Yeah. It is. Well, I feel, well, obviously, you know, you, you put any label on anything, people are going to have like, oh, associations with that. I think Bernie Bros just are just like the people who are unrelentlessly, undevotedly support, supportive of Bernie and not open-minded to other things that are happening. Um, well, I don't think that's the case. A lot of Bernie supporters are like, hey, we liked Bernie, but let's see what the next place we can go is that is in the positive direction. But not you're not burning your bust. I'm not burning your bus. No. no, I'm not. Unfortunately, I think things could have been very different if he did get the nomination. Sure. And I like Bernie a lot, but I'm always, I feel we all have to, especially right now, just look forward on seeing what we have and just moving forward together and looking for the best case scenario and working towards the best case scenario. We can't, you can spend the next four years being like, well, Bernie would have got it, but that'll get us nothing at all. Yeah. True. In my opinion. Well, I, I guess the regret that can be useful is, look, Democrats and DNC, you basically let <clears throat> establishment politics and identity politics let you nominate somebody that was the most unpopular candidate that your party has ever nominated, simply because she was not only a woman, but this particular woman. And well, you let that get in the way of another candidate that strategically, given the states that ended up winning, what were the states that Bernie destroyed Clinton in? Michigan, Pennsylvania, Ohio. Puerto Rico. I think I don't think you're gonna find any you're not gonna find any disagreement in this room on yeah. that topic. We can focus on that. Well, I'm just shortly. saying he's saying what's the point of even talking about? It? I'm saying there should be some level of regret and self reflection saying, okay, next time maybe we should not Act as if the world is the way we want it to be, but act as if the world is the way that it is. And in retrospect, is, I agree. In know? retrospect, should the Bernie people have done more? Ha- should they have been more aggressive 
about still trying to seal the nomination. Were they, at what point? At, at the point where everybody was like, it's over, you know, she's going to be the one. Should they have done more? I disagree, because I feel like a lot of the Bernie people were very all in and very... But I'm not saying they weren't, but I'm saying they kind of got cowed by the Clinton end of the machine saying, listen, we need to coalesce around the nominee. And should oh, they have pushed harder uh, against it? I mean, at this point... You know, well, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Yeah. I mean, you can look back and say, "Oh, obviously that was the thing." Now, but at the time, you know, who knows? Who knows what was the right thing? Yeah. yeah. So the interesting thing is, is that Isaac is a was a Bernie supporter, but is now all in for Trump, or was all in for Trump. I wouldn't say for all the, in, but for the election. Yeah, um, for the election. And then Eric and I are in the position that Trump is going to be disastrous. Uh, I will say, I think there is. In a way that Clinton is would not have been as disastrous. Well, this is where I'm splitting because I yes was in that party boat. Why did I say that? Um, I was definitely of that mindset uh, four days ago. Um, Which mindset? Of the whole things are going to be horrible when Trump gets elected. Yeah, He's, it's going to be really bad. I honestly feel right now where we are on Sunday morning. He's pulling a lot of U-turns and he's starting to play the game. And I think my biggest fear was. This guy, yeah, but he's not will president. Not play yet. ball. He's not president yet, but he's already being like, "Oh, well, I have to play along." Um, I didn't think he was going to play along. I thought he was going to. What do you mean play along? What's he doing that's playing along? Like, okay, look at look at the wall, for instance. He was totally very like the wall is going to happen. We're going to build this wall. Mexico's going to pay for it. Wall's coming up. Now it's like. Not building a wall, but we should look at our borders a little more, like things like that. Like I thought he was going to push for his plan and his agenda and do whatever he could to get these things like going and pushed. Where I think now he's definitely more like, oh well, let's just kind of do things that everyone is telling me to do, opposed to like just doing his own thing, which is better. I think it's the right direction. I think it's a a good step. I would. I think it's weak that he's lying and he lied to you know. Let's get these votes in. But I also think like, hey, it's great. But this is the thing with with things. Trump. Like the thing that we've discovered is that he can say he'll say all sorts of things and he can turn around on it. And nobody gives a shit. Do you know what I mean? I don't. I don't give a shit because I want him to turn around. I think his supporters are going to start really. But my concern, back. my concern is the people that he is surrounding himself with for his administration. There's not one person that he is talking about bringing on that's not abhorrent. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's he's who is he floated for Treasury Secretary? Jamie Dimon? Well, bad things are going to happen, but I don't think horrible things are going to happen. I thought it, were, it was going to be World War III. Like, yeah. I think it's just going to be like, oh, just a shitty four years. I don't know. I mean, the thing that scares me about what you're saying is, yes, as far as Muslim ban and wall goes... Yeah, I'd like it if he was making those ones up, right? Yeah. On the other hand, Senate term limits, raising tariffs. There's a lot of things that he's a rogue on or more of like a third party candidate that he's yeah. on that are really good that I'm scared now. Oh, now that he's playing ball, he's not going to do any of those things. Yeah. You know, he and so it kind of works both ways. You know, I mean, on the one hand, yeah. Muslim ban would be completely fucking disaster and that would be horrible, Agreed. you know, Um so I hope he, I mean, and the good thing is the constitution, there's no chance he's going to do it anyway, but I would love it if he kind of forgot about but that. But you can't do it. He could, Congress still pass a law. No, you, know? you can't pass. You couldn't pass a law based on your religion. That would be 
textbook unconstitutional. You well, that could depends, amend that depends the Constitution. It depends on the judiciary. Sure, you, somebody would send it to the Supreme Court, but there's I don't see any grounds that it could ever survive that challenge. I mean, there's just no... There's no way. I didn't you know? think... because I'd like to think so. That you know. can't pass the First Amendment. You can't pass a law restricting the free practice of religion. That obviously does that. I respect you know? what you're saying right now because you feel like things, um, since they're outright unconstitutional, enough people in the system are going to get behind it so those things won't pass because they're so bad. Yeah. But a year ago, I didn't think enough people would support Trump enough for him to be a president-elect of this country. Like, I think right now, I... I wouldn't be surprised if crazy shit happened because on Tuesday, crazy shit happened and we all got sidelined by, um, we live in LA. You said you're from Chicago. You're from, uh, you're from Phoenix, Arizona, you're from, Tucson. You're from uh, Tucson. It's kind of, it's a college town ish. Tucson is. Yeah. Well, point being, I think we all live very much in these bubbles of yeah. echo you know, chambers for sure. Yeah. Like we're cities, we're cities where there's universities and colleges and a big group of diverse people, but there's a lot of the country that isn't that. And they pushed for what they pushed for on Tuesday. And I think we are still a little naive to feel like everything's going to be okay because that could never happen. I think there's enough people in roles in the government who could possibly be like, no, I'm of that mindset. I represent, you know, like the big chunk of America that isn't, you know, like an LA and New York, a Chicago, a Seattle, a Portland. No, I, I hear you. I mean, I think there, it's very possible that you could get enough public support behind it. I don't think you could for a Muslim ban, but I think I hear what you're saying, but in this Muslim ban only, not talking about the wall or any of these other mm-hmm, things, totally. Muslim ban only, I think is completely impossible just because of the constitution. And I don't see there being any, feasible way without an amendment of the constitution that that could ever survive no matter how much congressional support it gets because the supreme court any person who has gone to law school knows that you can't pass a law that's the there is one thing that you can't do in america which is pass a law restricting the free exercise of religion that's like the one thing you can't do and I hope so you're I don't right think, i don't I think that's going to pass totally hope you're right and that's part of the reason why i accepted that as that was the absolute worst thing that he ever said, in my opinion, right? And that was part of the reason why it wasn't a deal breaker for me, because practically it seems impossible, you know? No matter how much I'm disgusted by the fact that he doesn't realize that, since it seemed impossible, it wasn't that big a deal to me. Yeah, it's... <laughs> the, 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 yes. question, the, the question with Trump though is always like you know Trump is such a he's such a non-standard in political life that you know if you're talking about any other candidate or any other person I'd be like yeah but with him you know I, I'm that shit just makes me worried because he's a wild card we've, we've yeah. seen much a wild card. we've seen so many political norms get destroyed some good there's certainly good things about him running. Uh, we never have to hear from values voters again, ever. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. I don't want to hear about uh, Elliot Spitzer fucking prostitutes. Yeah. I don't want to hear about gay shit. I don't want to hear about any of that stuff anymore. I'm done listening to those guys and and listening to them act like they're representing uh, religion or values or any of that stuff. You've all you're all fraudulent, and that's been revealed. And I think that's great. Agreed. I also am, uh, you know. It's thrilling that he shat on the Iraq war publicly 
uh, during the Republican primary. Couldn't be happier about that because for years that's been their totem that they wouldn't shit on. And then finally, even though I know he's lying about whether or not he supported it at the outset. That, I actually disagree with that. But with, with, with what? That was a media construction. He was on Howard Stern and Howard Stern asked him without him having ever clearly really considered the question before. This is the difference between somebody who lives in political life and who doesn't somebody who lives in political life knows everything they say is going to be held against them later whereas when you're a business tycoon and howard stern asks you hey what do you think about this thing you can give an answer based on the first thing that comes to your mind without really thinking about it which is what he did he said howard stern said oh are you for it and he was like yeah i guess and then later on he clearly thought about it and came out very publicly against it when when after that, that, after what, that, immediately after that, very shortly after that, he came out very. He Just was like very seven years crazy. after that. Was <laughs> no, really it was like shortly after thing. that he came out very against. Yeah, it. but that's the story of all the the Democrats in two thousand two and three. Like yeah. all the establishment Democrats were in favor of it's, the Iraq War. But I'm war. saying a offhanded comment on Howard Stern is different than a congressional vote. You know, it's very very different. I agree, and I, I, I my 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 point is that it's good that there was somebody in the Republican primary that just was like, fuck the Iraq war. Cause yeah. I needed to be said, you know, this, you, you couldn't do that for years. You, you had to pretend like that was a good thing. And it was good that somebody did it now. Well, he was able to do it because he was this outsider because yeah. he wasn't this career politician. And like, th- this is the big thing that's happening right now. I think, you know, it wasn't about who likes Trump and who likes Hillary. It was about like, Hey, Things are bad. We want to see change happen. And right now, who's the person that can change? That outsider. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, Could Hillary, have been Bernie. But H- um, Hillary didn't, you know. Hillary represented everything. In modern politics, yeah. and we'll talk about this later with our Hillary supporter, but in modern politics, the the presidential candidate who has a story and a message is the one that wins. You know, that's that's been the case since Reagan at the very least. You know, none of the presidential candidates that have won uh, in the past 30 years were blamed. Uh, were just, I'm not so and so. Those guys have all lost. Mitt Romney was not Obama. He lost. Oh, you know, John McCain was uh, not Obama. He lost. George Bush was the not fighter Obama. For, and he, George Bush was the fighter for terrorism. <laughs> You know, and, and John Kerry was the not George Bush. It's it's just the Who ongoing was Clinton? story. Who was Clinton with Bush? Wasn't George Clinton the not George W or George? No, Cl- Clinton played sax, and I think that Clinton was is what <laughs> Clinton was over. young and new, and and you know we're gonna it's gonna be fresh blood in the in the White House. And, and Clinton slacks. And Clinton, sacks. by the way, is the last Democrat who won white working class men. Yeah, you know he had it, and George Bush was just like I'm just you know I'm 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 not this young. Upstart George W. H. W. Bush had no message, so it's it's just a story. Hillary Clinton did not bring a. Me- she's just like I'm not Donald Trump, and it's my. She's turn. a woman. Yeah, but it's a pretty big story. Yeah, but that that's kind of the problem here, right? That well, that we were, in and of but itself that, is not enough. Being a woman, it, 
doesn't speak to the the story that people need to hear. Yeah, yeah, and nobody's like, buying Obama's it. it's an underdog story. Obama, it's like a, we deserve this. But, yeah, Oba- but, but Obama's bullshit. story wasn't "I'm black." Obama's story was "We need change." Yeah, Obama's story was never "I'm black," and that's why yeah, he that's won. really true. Actually, that's really true. That was never like what people were leading with during no. Obama. Mm-hmm. People were never leading with this. It's the first black person. It's a big chance to do yeah, that. It was not, more like this is a real story thing we need. Telling. Yeah, yeah, and that was sort of a secondary thing yeah. for it. Whereas 100%. with Hillary, I'm with her, right? You're basically communicating elect the first woman president. Why? Because it's the first woman president. Right. Well, Charles and I were just talking about this on the way here. Like, it's really interesting because I, I voted for Hillary. I was very much just like what you guys are saying, just on the not Trump train. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't like I wanted Hillary. It was just like, I don't want Trump. And I think it's interesting that we just had our first black president. I think it'd be amazing if we had a female president in the future, but for Hillary to get it, although she was extremely qualified, as many people are saying, although, you know, she is this great figurehead, like she would have been such a divisive figure. And I would have hated that for our first woman president. You know what I mean? Our first woman president should, doesn't matter if she's a woman, it should just be a person everyone can get behind and everyone's on board for. And it would just be, I think, upsetting for a lot of people to see that first woman in office to be just so hated. Like, it'd be so... But I think they did run with that story. And they did, you know, rely on that a lot more. Just like what you were saying, you know, Obama didn't have to rely on the black thing. I think they put a lot of eggs in the basket of the... Yeah. You know, she's female. Like, come on. She's experienced. You know, she does have a lot of great qualities. But remember, she's a female. And it didn't work at all. She barely even won women. I mean, she lost white women, right? And I think she scraped what do you mean she lost white women she more white women voted for trump than for her really yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 54 oh, that's, 46 that's gross that yeah, is crazy. a disgusting statistic yeah and uh, i i think she source. won women in general by like a tiny margin like I, a, a, a small amount. i believe that's what i exit polls i thought it was 52 percent I thought it was 54. Somewhere. Anything more than half and half. Anything more than zero, a hundred. It is like, yeah, exactly. It's just on Trump's character. It's like, man, like I have a lot of friends that are female. I have family members that are female. I have a mom. Like, (sighs) well, people just stopped buying into these weaponized words, man. And I think they really, what, what I love about this victory more than anything is the it is a massive blow to this PC culture thing. And Good. PC culture is maybe the thing that I like the least about the United States right now. Obviously, look, I understand that like the argument counter that is like, okay, Mr. fucking white man, like, you know, other people are actually scared for their lives here. Like, you know, good thing you lost PC. So I get that. I realize this is sort of a superficial reason, but still... I think that what this represents is these words that had been weaponized against Trump, right? What did everybody say all the time? They said racist, misogynist. Um, what's the third one? Bigot. That was Those were the three words people called him over time. And they got used, so overused so hard and it just so much that it just became noise. And yeah. so these women that supposedly, yeah, nobody women and woman in their right hand mind is going to vote for somebody who is actually a misogynist. Whereas the words got used so much that women just stopped listening and they were like, okay, well, everybody's a misogynist. So like, well, you know, who really is? It also points to the ineffectiveness of call out culture as a way to try to win elections. And I'm seeing a lot of lefty people 
still doing that yeah and going uh they're they're engaging in call out culture tactics to to shame Trump voters or to argue against Trump. And I'm like, guys, that ain't gonna work. I understand it, but it it works for shaming celebrities and corporations. But for this case, it's not about that. It's legislative action. It's it's a different strategy to to defeat Trump. It's not gonna be helpful to wag our finger. It's just not gonna work. And I completely agree. But I will say Tuesday night I was very confused. Wednesday night, I was, or Wednesday day, I was extremely angry. Thursday, I was just sad. <laughs> and like Friday, Saturday, I feel I was very much like, all right, well, let's take what we have and go and run with it. And I'm not justifying the behavior of a lot of people who are more on the progressive side or the liberal side and then like using these harsh words and harsh terms and basically acting like, you know, six year olds. Cause I don't think it's, that's gonna solve well, the problem. But I will say it. And I'm not justifying it, but I just playing devil's advocate. It is the natural. It was natural for them to react that way. I understand that. Not saying it's okay. Yeah. But no. it like it it crushed so many people. I'm not discounting that, but mm. it, it not that, saying it's the right way though. Yeah. It's yeah. it's just not going to be effective, and that unfortunately is something the left and people with progressive ideals are going to have to learn very fast. They have. That, I think they totally have. I don't think they have yet. I think there's. I think there's still this. You know, and maybe it's because I'm in a Facebook bubble of a lot of uh, kind of lefty comedians and stuff. But the way that they're talking is not going to move anybody forward. It's very much about, you know, I'm not going to associate with anyone who voted for Trump and is blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, this ain't, you know, guys, we got to, it's not going to work. So Wednesday night, I marched in downtown. Yeah. And it was, Which, by the way, I'm not arguing against protests. I'm, no, no, I know. And, and the ghouls that have come out and suddenly decided that protesting is unacceptable. I'm like, it's shut bullshit. up. Yeah. Stop. But just on my personal experience, yeah. Wednesday night, people were very angry. A lot of hateful signs. A lot of signs, a lot of hateful things. A lot of hateful chants. Um, police came out, threatened with tear gas. Sure. It was not fun. Flash forward a couple days to Saturday morning, the peaceful march in downtown no one was doing anything that I saw that was extremely hateful or coming from a place of um, like, fuck this guy. Yeah. It was like, let's move forward there. To my knowledge, weren't any arrests. I ho- I there hope- wasn't any aggressiveness. I feel like it was really like right after it happened, people were angry. They acted out. Yeah. And just in my experience, it's gotten to a point where now it's just like, all right, let's just, and I hope people it were it was a quick registering people to vote at those. Like I hope there's also action. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I I th- I think that, that that stuff is good. I'm all for protests. I think it's it's a good thing. But there's also needs to be a, a firm a positive action that comes out of that. Like let's I get agree. people registered to vote. Let's get people educated about what they can do. Let's get people to move to fucking red states. Yeah, go to a swing state and, and change up the game. Yeah. yeah, I completely agree on that. Right now is not a nothing is going to change. Nothing is going to change unless people take action. Correct. Things could have changed if people took action. Sorry, no, it's all good. It's all about doing things right now that can best our country for everyone. Um, and in order to do that, we have to do stuff. We can't just talk about it. We can't just do a retweet. We can't just have a Facebook post. And I think it took someone like Trump getting elected for people to kind of wake up and be like, fuck, we got to do stuff, which is unfortunately like just the silver lining in all of this for me. Do what do you think that the protests had any effect? No. 
Um, the protests for me, once again, very much like a, a personal thing, not necessarily like a general or anything else thing. I think for me, the protests were a way for people to come together and just know they weren't alone. I think they were a way for people to come together and have that support. Um, if you are a woman who has been abused, if you are a Muslim who's been attacked, if you are um, gay or in the LGBT community and you've been persecuted for that, that hurts. And then someone gets elected to office. Someone becomes the leader of your country where you were born and raised that is speaking out and being extremely hateful towards those things. That's not a good feeling. That's not a good feeling when that guy who mocks disabled people is your leader and you're disabled. And for me, the protests were a way, I hate even calling them protests, but I feel like those marches and those walks and everything that was going on in downtown and Seattle and New York and all these places were a way for people to come together and be like, you're not unjustified in feeling this anger. You're not unjustified in feeling the sadness. You're not unjustified in feeling like you're alone right now. We're all on the same page and let's kind of mourn together. Um, I don't think you should shut down freeways. I don't think you should fuck up other people's commuting lives in order to um, prove your point. But I will say in, in no way do I think it is wrong for people to come together like that and just stand together. That's what No, I don't think there's anything wrong with it either. I guess the question... Well, okay. So first of all, you answered, yes, it doesn't seem like... You're right. It was more for the people themselves than yeah. for any real change. Secondarily, though, so say that the opposite had happened, and Clinton the probably would have happened. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I actually don't think it would have, but whatever. There's no point. You don't we, think there's what no way it would have happened. I don't think there would have been protests. You're in out the of your fucking mind. I really Come don't on. think there would. Probably been. not in L.A. I don't think conservatives. That that's not really their style like that. Like the people that we're talking about, the Trump voters that voted for him, it's not really their style to like take to the streets with a bunch of signs. Again, but you're, really, you're you talking know? about as a broad group, and it's the same thing with people who voted for Hillary. A large portion of Hillary voters wouldn't have taken to the streets. It's a very specific group of Hillary voters. There would have been some kind of issue. I guarantee. I think maybe, sure, maybe there would have been some type of issue. I actually don't think there would have, but... You don't, you don't think... The, you don't I think feel like we can't argue there's whether no there point. would exactly. have there's, yeah, exactly. there's no point. Exactly. There's no... Nobody knows. I think right now yeah. all of our opinions are extremely vastly different on that. Yeah. Like, I Let's think just think about people that go to his rallies, though. There's a large group of people that would attend his rallies, right? And that's not all Trump voters. There's a, there's a very specific group of people that go to Trump rallies. So I, I think that there would have been some kind of... And again, we don't know what he would have done in the event that he lost. I don't think that he would have behaved in a particularly... Uh, what's the right word? Uh, appropriate manner. Yeah. You know, well, it's would tough have been to say. Incitement. It, 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 I think it would have been more is. institutional, right? I think that the action that would have been taken had Trump lost would have been less... I mean, look, left-wing people march in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. They do. It's love part. A it's part of their right wing people history. riot and beat up Muslims. You know what I mean? Right wing people do. We want to play this game. Right like, people like drive around in their cars and like rev their engines and like you know and scare people or like they write graffiti like racist graffiti. Although that happened on this side too. I mean, I think the crazy Trump supporters would have did done something more nefarious than so go on the streets, right? I think it would have been more of a sinister situation. Okay, all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it would have been more more like, less like, eh, I'm crying in the streets. And it would have been more like, I'm going to, you know, on the light side, take all my money out of Jewish institutions or on the on the darker side. He's going like, to burn a church. Like, yeah, yeah I'm going to, I'm going to literally going to go like, 
burn across on somebody's. So earlier you were talking about PC culture. Yeah. And I, as a comic, as all of us are comics, like we're not super like <laughs> about it, but I think a big part of PC culture that is overlooked is intent. And I feel like right now with Trump getting in, we thought he was so gung ho about what he was saying when he was saying these like really hurtful, mean things and doing these things. We thought his intent was really sincere. And now that he's in, it's kind of bullshit. He's just like playing that game, sort of what you're saying. I feel like the intent behind what's going on of people marching against Trump is let's come together. We're not happy. Let's be here for one another. I think the intent of the other side, if Hillary would have won, wouldn't have been let's come together. Oh no, our person didn't win. The government is still fucking us over. It would have been like, no, we're angry. Let's fuck some shit up. And I think I don't think the there's anything intent, wrong with that though on either side. And I, I think, think if a you're lot ever of people, hurting another person, I don't think there's there have been white people several times beaten up on the streets in these protests. There have been black people beaten up. There have been I Asian know, people I been know, but that's what up. I'm saying. I think there's people on both sides who are out there not for let's be together. I think there are both people, and there will probably be the same amount on both sides being like, this is a violent reaction to what had happened. I don't think one side is any less hateful towards the other i hope you're right but i feel like i've seen so much evidence that the other side That's is because being more hateful and it could just be the media it's, you're in a you're in a bubble dude i'm i've seen so much on the other side of you know a white girl got beat up in uh my actually my cousin's high school an old white guy got beat up by people chanting you know fuck trump fuck trump you know it's happening on both sides for sure i i understand that and i just i, I i'm hoping that regardless of what happens, either way it could have gone, we can just move towards a nonviolent way of discussion and of coming together and just having a more open mind. Just because like, I've been born and raised L.A. my whole life, I don't have the perspective of someone growing up in rural Arkansas, you know what I mean, or the middle of you know, like Minnesota or something. We just don't have the same perspective. And with social media right now, with communication right now, we're allowed to have that more open discussion and I'm hoping that we can have that more open discussion because I honestly feel like there are people still on both sides. Things that I'm not seeing that are just way scarier than I would like them to be in our country. But what is the what is the path forward for the left? Like what is how how does the left prevent Trump from doing the most fucked up stuff? Because there I, I'm worried about I'm worried about Obamacare getting gutted. It won't. Um, I hope. I hope not you either. Know, I'm worried about Obamacare getting gutted. I'm I'm worried about getting involved in some, you know, Middle Eastern shit show again. I think we need to take action. I think we need to vote more as a country yeah. when things come up. And not every um, four years only. Yeah. But I will also say I feel that I'm hoping it will come... I'm hoping it will come because people are inspired of what happened in recent events, but I also feel it will happen anyway, just organically, um, hopefully sooner rather than later. Just because, you know, the everyone 18 to 25 across the country pretty much voted Hillary. Like, well, not everyone. If, if they but voted. A, if they voted. A big majority did. And we're just going towards that more liberal left way now that future. but that doesn't make sense because that's always how it's been the the 18 to 25 has always voted progressive and then you get older and you don't vote that way anymore i mean that's the whole thing right if you're 
if you're a Democrat or if you're a Republican when you're young, you have no heart. And if you're a Democrat when you're old, you have no brain. Yeah. That's like the saying. I mean, I don't, that doesn't make, all these people sharing these maps of like, oh, look, all the young people voted progressive. It's like, that's always yeah, they were doing that how it's 60s, been. So. Yeah. It, it's never not like that. Well, I like to hope. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also going to be, you know, it, it's, it's going to be other stuff too. One of the, you know, one of the weird problems in our country is like people that are progressive or liberal, you know, we all live in these, you know, very specific places in the country. And I don't want to go live in fucking Ohio. Like, I don't want to go live in, but these places are growing. Like just look at LA. Like it's growing. People can't live in Silver Lake. People can't live in downtown. People can't live in Echo Park. So they're moving to the suburbs and it's growing. Yeah. They go to Long Beach, Portland, same thing, Seattle, same thing. I think the, our cities are just growing bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And hopefully that allows some crossover. Yeah, I hope I I would agree with that 100%. It would be great to see some of these smaller cities grow, you know, the Milwaukee's, the Columbus, Ohio's. Yeah. And and then that would tip things more fairly, you know, I think. But those I think those cities are already voting for our side, you know. It's 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 not like those places aren't great places to live already, you know, for people with our particular priorities. It's that the rest of the state, you know, people don't want to live in the boonies of Ohio. They're going to go live in Cincinnati or Cleveland. People are not going to do that anyway. Why are red states red states? Like straight up. Why Why why? is the red man red? Yeah. Why is the red man red? (laughs) Why is Method Man um, around? Uh, I think. (laughs) Why is Method Man around? I don't know. Sometimes sometimes you shouldn't riff. I should Sometimes we don't need it. I think a lot of it comes down to just um, our education in this country. And we just need to look at things that are allowing more people to have a more broad perspective and a more open mind. And I think education is a huge thing that is always kind of discussed because it's like sexy topic. And it's like, oh, for the kids. But um, if there were more moves made in that area, there would totally be a more progressive. What do you mean more moves in that area? What does that mean? I just feel like education right now is so subpar in a lot of our middle schools and junior highs, even high schools, even some colleges, um, that it's like no one is really critically thinking anymore. No one is really um, trying to look at both sides. They're just studying for tests, and it's just like, you know, basic core curriculum. I mean, there's less discussion and more focus on testing. Well, kids aren't learning how to think nowadays. Right. And I think a lot of people who can think and can discuss and have conversations typically lean more liberal. And I think if that was something that was a little changed right now, things would be changed across our country. Uh, I don't know that conservatives are less able to discuss. I don't know that it's that so much. I don't know. That seems very broad. Yeah, that seems a little... uh... Broad city? There's plenty of conservatives that could really you could get into a real deep discussion with. And I'm sure there uh, there's are. plenty of shouty, there's plenty of shouty conservatives, but they really live on the internet and they just show up in comment sections, just go, rah, 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 you know, and those, but those aren't really the ones that are, yeah, and I'd say more I mean, capable of discussion. I don't, I, well, I agree our, with, our, I agree with our you. Our argument not, right now is basically like, how can we, or not how can we, but like, how come these big cities where there are universities and there are kind of big melting pots are, Definitely leading more on the progressive side. And how can I, we make that I grow? I'm thinking we can make that grow. If it's just 
if people have more open minds in more I, places, and I, I think, think that more leads to, with, to discussion with being around people that are different than you. You know, I think that has more to do with it. There's a lot of places in the country where, you know, we, we know that from Idaho. We yeah. go to Idaho and I'm, you know, it's almost shocking how white it is there. Yeah, like, man. Amazingly white. And I'm not even a person of color. Like, I can't imagine what it's like to walk around and, and be the one person that's different than everyone else. Hey, what's up, man? You know? Um, <laughs> it's the same thing in the, inner, in the inner city, though. I mean, you know, there's places I can't walk around in Chicago. You know, and, and the schools there, not like there's good schools going on there either. Yeah. You know, I think that that's a little bit of a misconception that conservatives are dumber or like less ca- capable of having real conversations. conservatism I, is, I, is a wider swath of, of ideas and stuff than just, I hate liberals, they're stupid. Yeah. You know, there's, yeah. there's more... Um, there's more nuance to it. But well, then that switches up, like, how can we one of the pro- diversity? One of the problems with leftism, and I don't think it's as pervasive as everyone likes to make it seem, but one of the problems with leftism is that we're too easy to throw, you know, you're misogynist, you're racist, at people that have differing opinions. And oh, just I kind agree. of saying this conversation is over because you're these things. It's the same thing people on the other side are doing. Exact same thing. And what do you mean? Well, I feel like um, anytime a conservative person throws one of their views that is against a left person at like the very far left, or like we're definitely speaking extremes right now, yeah. the left is like, no. Well, the left does that to the conservative person. They're like, also no. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, let's talk, guys. Yeah, yeah. Let's be let's, let's have not be so bound to our fringes. Um, so it, it does raise a good question, though. I think kind of what you're getting at is that mm-hmm. colleges are overwhelmingly liberal, right? Dude, and, and that's true. So, so I think there was we, a map of Florida, and it was crazy. Yeah, it was yeah. like every place with a college or university exactly. is not voted Hillary. Totally, I was like, I, and everywhere else was like, nope. Yeah, I'm from Evanston, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago that is uh, the probably pinnacle of like contemporary liberalism. This sort of like virulent angry everybody who doesn't agree with me is a racist Fuck you. like yeah. like t- like there's black lives matter signs in like all the rich houses oh, <laughs> all what? the rich white people's houses it's like classic right now it is like the paradigm of this sort of liberal establishment i guess i would say so i you know i've i've seen that up close but i think the, kind of the argument that you're making is these places are clearly more educated than most places so if that's true if more people are educated in these places, why is it that they're so overwhelmingly left-leaning? Which is an interesting question. I don't know if I have the answer to that. Yeah, I mean, there's a percentage of those statistics that have to do with just there's a lot of college, there's more college students in a college town than not in a not. Yeah. So but why going is back it, to your eighteen to twenty five thing? Like, but but, but you're right, and they and that's mm. why they do it. But why? What I'm asking is, why are colleges so overwhelmingly extremely liberal? Like, how did that happen? Well, let's and look at it this way. What are the? I don't have the right answer for this, but what do you feel are like the core values of the left side and the right side? Do those, I guess, do yeah. those left side values align with? typical college values i'm not saying they are they aren't i'm just i'm asking the question yeah i guess the fundamental value of the right is personal responsibility 
I would say. I think a big part of college is it's better your society. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas it's better a, your community. Sure. A fundamental, <laughs> a fundamental thing of the left, I would say freedom and personal responsibility is the right and, or at least not socially, but, um, and on the left, I'd say the core values are, yeah, uh, justice, probably, like, like okay. people, justice, and equality, right? Equality. Yes, and just something that came to mind right now, um, most colleges, progress, not all, but most colleges, um, it's going to be diverse. It's just going to be, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to have a bigger mix and variety of people in a college of 10,000 people, 5,000 people than you will right. in like a regular city in the middle of nowhere where it's like 5,000 people or 10 or 10,000 yeah. people. So I think that may have a big thing to do with it when it's like, I don't know. A lot of progressive values are very for like pro minority and that could be it. Yeah, it's like I said, I don't have the answer. I'm just trying to find connections. There is a there is a a real impact to living in a diverse population, like that. Really, is kind of hard to, you know, quantify exactly. I think it depends, though. Like like I said, this I went to a high school of four thousand kids, or take Manhattan. Right, I just mm-hmm. learned today two percent of Manhattan voted for Trump. That's two million people, and I mean. In the high school Wait, that what? I went, how many people live in Manhattan? Two million. Yeah, two million people live, live in Manhattan. In Manhattan, I oh, know. So two percent. I thought you said that two million people in Manhattan voted for Trump. No, no, yeah. There no, is uh, five hundred thousand million people. <laughs> yeah, it's not a number. Work. But that's you're uh, <laughs> lying. No, yeah. So, uh, and in my high school, four thousand kids. I guarantee, I was probably one of maybe two or three people that voted for Trump. And it is like the shit that I have gotten from the people in my high school is just insane. So I don't think that necessarily because I grew up in an extremely diverse place, you know, about half black, half white. I don't think there was any consciousness of conservative ideas or, or any, like, I don't, I just think just because the people's skin color is different is not mean that you're getting actual diversity really. No, you know, so this is, I'm kind of taking it to a weird, like, but diversity me- doesn't just mean people's skin color is different. Diversity means there's a wide range of different kinds of, of ideas. Yeah, and, sure, yeah. sure. Well, that's what's so weird is like you would look at my high school and be like, that's the most diverse thing I've ever seen. But really, it's not. It's like very one one gear, you know? So I'm not trying to like go off topic no, too sure. much. I but something about this that I think is really interesting is in those diverse places, they're going to primarily, they're going to primarily vote liberal um in those not so diverse spaces they're going to mainly vote conservative and i don't think so i have i know people that were trump supporters and it didn't matter what argument threw at them like oh muslims or grabbing pussies or anything like that they were going to vote for trump and their immediately thing was like oh benghazi or oh blah, blah blah like they were going to vote for trump same with clinton people um or the i should say the left because bernie people were like this too um Hey, but Trump's ideas on this and this and this. No, I'm not going to do it. I think this election wasn't about changing people's mindsets or opening people's eyes to their side. This election was about voting. It was about who can bring out the most people. And where. And where, yeah. In no way was it like we're trying to change Trump people's minds. Well, the tribes voted in this one. It's very tribal. 
Like it wasn't, do you know what I mean? Like the, you're always going to have, in any election, you're going to have, I'm a Republican and I vote for Republicans Mm -hmm. or I'm a Democrat. I only vote for Democrats. Like American politics now is very tribal because it's just like sense of identity. Yeah. So there was no breaking of that really. I don't think, I think Obama's election was very different in that regard. Because so many more people came out. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it was as tribal, and I think that he, the things that he was saying Im, like impacted people a little bit more, uh, and and probably turned some minds. Whereas this one, I don't think anybody's brain was was changed. changed. No, it was not just at all. Straight. I'm going to vote for my people. You vote for your people. That's why yeah. it was so important to vote this round. And like, the thing that people forget about Hillary, especially younger people. Um, you know, I'm kind of on the older edge of this room is I remember the Hillary hate from the nineties. I remember that quite well. And it was very surprising to me that, you know, there was this kind of period where Hillary was okay. Uh, you know, she didn't get the the shit that she got for a while. I was like, as soon as she starts running for president again, it's it going to be, back. it's all coming back. You guys are that, fooling yourselves. Yeah. Where was that hate from though? Because as someone who's younger, I'm like, oh, she's just the person in the who 90s, tries to go against Obama. In the 90s, she was Bill Clinton's wife and mm-hmm. she was uh, put in charge of healthcare reform. And that was kind of the beginning of it. Number one, this unelected person is now having policy impacts in the White House. House of Cards, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. You know, I mean, that character is very Clinton-esque. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. His wife on that show is, you know, they're kind of like the, they're kind of the the Clintons if they were much more criminal. Um, How... Although the amusing yeah. observation think, has been made that House of Cards is now going to be like the West Wing yeah. for disaffected liberals. They're going to watch that and be like, God, I wish Frank Underwood was president. Which is so insane. <laughs> but I, Bill was definitely more like his mind was everywhere. You know, he was a lot more spacey. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus no, I, I like what You're Charles welcome. said also that it's like every single conservative that was like, what well, Bill Clinton soiled the White House with his dirty... <laughs> liberal ideas and yeah. these sex craze it's like well you just lost that whole yeah. that <laughs> argument is over, any, over. Any, if I hear any more of that I'm just gonna be like you're just yeah, not a you serious are such person a liar. Well, no which is I, great that's a win for us though I'm that's a, a fan, win for us I'm a fan of that when I we when, can get Elliot Spitzer back let's get him back in office when yeah. I brought guy. up like oh as many prostitutes as he wants yeah. <laughs> Trump is such a dick towards women like that's horrible like that's fucked up all my Trump people were like oh but that Bill oh but Bill Clinton it's like yeah, it's hard to You're, argue. Yeah, but there's a there's quite a few women that voted in Bernie. Yeah, um, I know. That's what, well, what's so crazy I hate that me. everyone's saying that, but it really kind of is like. Well, and think about it. What flaw? These were the most flawed candidates ever versus each other. I mean, somebody who is just more corrupt, probably not more corrupt, but more visibly corrupt than somebody else ever. You know what I mean? Because of the WikiLeaks, etc. And then you have Donald Trump, who you know yeah, is gra- grabbing pussies left and right. And uh, imagine Bernie simultaneously was probably the cleanest candidate ever. He was great. Like he had no flaws. Like what he had never done anything wrong. <laughs> like I at least I mean who knows? It would have been fascinating to know like what would have come out. You know, if he'd have been he's the guy. Like, it will murder us. He from has the like inside. a child pornography. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like oh dang. <laughs> Bernie, it's uh, shit. 
There goes that plan. <laughs> my healthcare is great, but, <laughs> but uh, all my nephews. I, yeah, <laughs> oh, no. I guess I'll take the child porn thing. Uh, hard to defend. What, but, a, what a ghoul. Yeah. But Benghazi. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I oh, wish I could shit. do a good Bernie impression. Him giving direction from behind the camera. Yeah. Do you want to see? Uh, <laughs> yes. Here's my impression of Bernie um, specifying what milk he wants in his latte. Uh, Bernie specifying what milk he wants in his latte. One percent. That's it. Is that a good joke? <laughs> is that from I your? Is that from it. your act? Yeah, I do that oh, in my act. I can't do it anymore, so I'm looking for every excuse to do it. Yeah, He's throwing bits into. It. <laughs> I'm more fascinated by how you say milk. 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 How do you say milk? Milk. milk. It's an Ill? I. Milk. It's an I. You're saying like milk, like elk. Milk. 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 That's Ilk. weird. Milk. Milk. Yeah. Milk. I'm gonna drink some milk. That there doesn't feel go. right. How, say it again. Milk. Milk. Yeah. I'm gonna go drink some milk. No. <laughs> For some milk in my cocoa puffs. I, you can't even blame that on. A, I don't even know what that is. What? What is milk. that? What accent is that? I'm born and raised LA. Is it an LA thing? I've heard. I've heard this before. Milk. The Californian accent, I feel, is a little. I don't want to say lazy, but it's a little more relaxed. And I feel like sometimes words are just like ah, easy, easier. Yeah, milk. Like button. You notice a lot of people say button. button. I don't like button. that. There's I a lot button. of tea dropping. In How do you guys say Hitting. theater? I say theater, and I'm trying no. really hard to say <gasps> theater. What are you like in movie theater? Old. Movie theater. Movie woman. Theater. I have to be conscious. I'm an old woman. <laughs> My an muff old, is so great. An old woman oh. from, <laughs> these from the New here. Hampshire or something. Like theater. Theater. Uh, like, or, yeah, some old woman like sitting on a porch in theater. the south. I have to be very like, oh yeah, you want to go to the theater? Like it's really, like, oh yeah, it's over at the pack theater. Like, I don't know. My girlfriend's mom literally says tomato. Tomato? It, you know what I fucking hate? Warsh. Have you guys heard of She warsh? says Warsh too. She oh, says Warsh too. She says Warsh and tomato. Warsh. Yeah. I hate Warsh. It's so like you much. say tomato, I say tomato. I thought that was a, not like a, a real thing. It's like a but bit. it's like literally yeah. she says tomato. And I'm like, Barbara, stop. Yeah. We all have, I'm gonna warsh we all have differences, out. but we can overcome them. <laughs> yeah. Some say milk, some say milk. Yeah. That's how it works. Some grab them by the pussy, some do child pornography. <laughs> 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 We're all different. 